Now I'm with you. And by you, I mean me. From years ago. The Sunday Skypers. There are a few really weird things I've been tinkering with on and off for a while, but I'm not sure if they're super relevant. Mm. There's a super dumb one where you play Space Vikings. There's there's a, a slightly less dumb version where you where you play like troubleshooters on a, uh, a super dumb non scientific colony on on Titan, the Moon Titan, and um, messy, unplayable sword and sorcery apocalypse engine hack that I wouldn't mm. ever show to anyone. The one in Titans basically sounds like it's a uh, that Sean Connery movie where he plays a U.S. marshal in space. Sort of, sort of. Um, so th- the idea is that, let, let me read the blurb. So in Hazard Pay, the colony on Titan is has gone haywire, right? Picture massive jungle swamps, dangerous mutants, failing habitation clusters, and little or no relief or even interest from corporate Earth. Uh, the stranded administration is fighting to maintain control amid scarcity, civil unrest, feral mutants, and atmospheric anomalies. Because they prefer not to risk their own necks, hazardous tasks are outsourced to lower-class volunteers via job dispensers. You are the volunteers. Try not to die. The inspirations are the flashback by Delphine Software, which is this, like, platformer from the 90s. And Doom? There was this, no, it's not Doom, right? It, it, it's this platformer where you... Where you it's like Donkey Kong, right? Except you play oh, this character. Side-scroller? Uh, yeah, side-scroller, right? Uh, platformer, mm-hmm. side-scroller thingy. And there's this portion, right, where you've lost your memory and you, you go to some sort of colony on Titan and uh, you need to get a ticket to get back to Earth. And to do that, you have to enter some contest, but you need, to, you need money to pay for the ticket to enter the contest. And to get money, you have to go to these job dispensers, right? And when you go to the job dispensers, you get these insane jobs. Like, we need somebody to run into the the super radioactive reactor and install a control chip within three minutes, or the whole colony is going to blow, and we're going to trust this and trust this to some random passersby, passerby who just happens to be there. It's so it's brilliant. Like, it's it's crazy and stupid. Of course, it's a game thing, right? You're supposed to do a and challenge a challenging level in under a certain time, right? But Mm. narratively it's complete madness <laughs> like who would do this <laughs> so i was like okay that that sounds like fun that's stupid enough that it would be fun mm. so other in- influences are aliens like the second movie where where people go somewhere and shoot a lot of aliens mm-hmm. also run a sorcerer so they, they may there may be some uh, like supernatural or demonic stuff uh, so like I said, doom. Uh, oh well, yeah, it's part doom, <laughs> uh, but also paranoia in the sense that, mm. like, you, you're, you're troubleshooters essentially, and easily replaced. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're from the lowest of the lower class, and you're you're, you're desperate people. That's the idea. So, anyway, so that, that's the thing. so the three three minutes till the colony blows up is one of the things I go. Yeah, not taking that job. <laughs> Who would? But of course, like, <laughs> if it pays five hundred credits. Like, and you need 4,000 to get that ticket to get into the contest where you may win first place and may possibly get a ticket to Earth. I mean, of course you'd take it. Who wouldn't, you know, who's a, who's a main character in a video game? Oh, oh and I'd prefer that you pick, like, if somebody play, picks a mutant, everyone else picks something else, ideally, right? So tell each other what you would prefer to play. Mutant. Yeah, so mutants are these uh, essentially psi people, kind of a cross between uh, what's the Total Recall, uh, the, the psychic psycho in the belly, and um, 
the Psychor from um, Babylon Five. Yes, yes, yes. Babylon Five. You're like uh, marine types. You're you're like violence people. Yeah. Techs are your techies. Controllers are your you know um, coordinator type people. I can either go with a heavy or a tech. So uh, what do you feel like doing, Dirk? Do you feel like being the guy up front getting beat up, or you want to be the guy busy working the tech? I'll let you get beat up. Okay, I'll be the heavy. Tex. I call myself Tex. And he's a heavy. And where are our stats again? Cool, hard, sharp. And what do I get for Benny's as a heavy? Well, determination is always good, right? Turn a partial into full success or a full success into a crit. That's especially potent if you also have a controller who can use, uh, let's see, uh, command. If you roll a miss, the controller can turn that into a partial. And if you're a heavy with determination, you can turn that into a full success. So uh, there are some, like, combo elements going on. So I took cool zero hard plus two sharp minus one. Because I figure hard (laughs) is what I'll be using the most. Well, if if you're violencing, that's going to be your thing, yeah. Abilities, yeah. edges, cool moves, whatever. I definitely will take determination. Even if you don't get a controller, I still can... I can turn do it into a controller. No, you want to be a mutant. Be no, a mutant. not really. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Since this is one shot, I'll go for marksman. So how many hit points do we start with? Uh, none. Ah, that's why you need the shield. Weapons are unpleasant and should not be pointed at people uh, unless you really want to kill them. So I got my crap pistol and my crap shield emitter. Right. Uh, good. Good thing to know is that they're only good for weapons, right? For 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 firearms, you know, fire energy based stuff. Uh, Use those against knives and clubs. So don't get killed. I think if Ari's not going to be a mutant, I think I'll be a mutant. Go ahead. Does everyone have a class essentially and a name and some idea? Yeah. Yep. So who are you Def- guys? Yeah. I know Tex or Texas or whatever your name was. I don't quite have a name, Esther, first. Uh, Omar, mutant. Omar the mutant? I took uh, anomaly and psi uh, reception. Cool. I so, guess I'm Mark. Yeah, Mark. Mark's the controller. Mark. Mark the controller. Okay. I took command and credentials. Command. Once per day, turn another character's miss into our success. That's cool. And credentials, of course, your authority while on the job is widely recognized by calling personnel. That will help you. Just flash your badge, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I'm very cool, not very hard, and only partially sharp. Unlike Apocalypse World and like World of Dungeons, it's not always certain that what you're doing is definitely always hard or sharp or cool. It depends a little on what you're doing. So if a mutant were to use Psy Assault, that might be hard. Or uh, tuning into people's thoughts is sharp. Uh, there's no weird <laughs> stat. There's no uh, hot. So it depends a little on like what you're doing and how we, how we frame it. Oh, just out of curiosity, because I know each one of each one of these classes has a thing, like mutants have recon, heavies have tactical. Does that have any value or? If you haven't checked out World of Dungeons, every every class gets a skill, and uh, if you mm. go down to rolling the dice, if you have an appropriate appropriate skill, uh, a six minus counts as a seven to nine, but with a worse complication. So mm. uh, even if you miss, you still get a partial, but I get to make things worse for you also. Is basically what that means. You you can't outright fail at the thing you're good at, right? So mutants can't outright fail at recon. Heavies can't outright fail at tactical, like taking clearing rooms and stuff. Techs cannot ever outright fail at uh, figuring out tech, etc. But I think we can we can jump into the the rest whenever it comes up. 
So, um, I'm going to roll 2d6 twice. Because this is all random, people. Your demise is going to be random. 10 and 8. What did the job dispenser give us? It's typical that you get, like, some of the boring-ass shit. (laughs) (laughs) I have some wonderful threats on this list, and, like, you... Well, I guess it's good for you. Like, this is your first, your first rodeo, I guess. So you won't, you won't be immediately outgunned, which is nice for you. You, you live in these lower, uh, like habitation clusters that are, uh, kind of half swamped. The, the pumps don't always work properly. Uh, there are malfunctioning CO2 scrubbers and stuff. It's not the greatest. Uh, and everybody wants out and up, uh, into like mm-hmm. admin privileges so they can get that maybe potential mythic shuttle back to earth and uh the the chief way of getting anywhere is to uh risk life and limb by signing up for a job a a work permit so you can slot it into one of these job dispensers and uh get horrible assignments so uh do you guys all know each other or are you just uh, like are you just standing in line and I think uh, it'd be funnier. I think it'd be better if we 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 just simply were staying in line. I mean, <laughs> we're thrown together by chance. The, the machine all gives us the same job. <laughs> when you when you approach this like job dispenser fixture, like these job dispensers are these like super cheesy fixtures that uh, with like colorful screens and blinking lights. They look like kind of like arcade machines, mm-hmm. and you sort of you you slot your work permit into it, and it start it starts spitting out like information. And assignments and, and directions embellishes stuff with like cute octopus avatars and other nonsense. There, there are a group of, of you, like maybe twelve people, uh, standing in this like dilapidated hallway. One side is is job dispensers and like uh, propaganda posters, and the other is like a dingy mall. So the there's this uh, this like scanner, uh, this like uh, uh, movie sci-fi scanner that that uh, kind of like uh, what they use in the beginning of of Aliens when they scan um, the inside of of um, Ripley's ship, light beam that that covers from la- right to left, right, and just scans you back and forth, and it identifies who's who's who has controller privileges, and so it like chooses what was your name again, uh, Ari, Mark. Mark. Mark, okay, so singles you out and then assigns a couple of people to you. Mark, uh, last name, token, not found, step forward. And there's just like this ridiculous, like almost uh, one-armed bandit noises and blinking lights to entice you. And, and you're faced with this uh, blinking, like ASCII screen. I think it would just be hilarious if it actually did do like a slot machine. Each portion of the job comes down. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Since this is random, yeah. So there's this blinking screen, and it says like, "like please insert work permits." You know, uh, controller and and two um, uh, supporters, assistants, or or whatever. I guess we you, step you to, up, or yeah, you get to slot your. Things. Yeah, you guys are like, I'd imagine right behind me because it's not gonna single you out. All Wait. the others, the nine other people, are like they look like they're suffering from like radiation uh, contamination, and uh, like they have rashes and, and bald spots, and uh, and one of them looks like deathly sick, and they're all like clutching their work permits, waiting to get like some kind of reprieve from all this horror, and they're they're looking kind of at you, like okay, you you are the the chief competition, you know, you better not get the best job. <laughs> so I, I guess I slot my card. You slot the, the other guy's stuff as well? Yeah, I'll swipe it and slot it. 
there's this huge uh, like red arrow that starts blinking on the screen and points down to uh, this uh, super obvious big red button that's supposed to dispense your job. Press. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, it blinks and goes, eh, 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 until you press it, right? Like super obnoxious. It turns into this, like almost like John said, like one hour bandit, like do 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 do. You know, <laughs> I wonder what sort of assignment you will get this time. And th- uh, I think I'm jaded to the whole process by now. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. You all are. Like this is dumb. This is the <sighs> dumbest thing. It chugs along for a bit. Like it stops, uh, and there's this sound of like uh, a VHS tape eating itself. Then it goes. Uh, assignment found. Entry three. Controller, mark, token, not found. Assignment, location, east, docking, cease, and secure. Be sure you have a token, not found. Great. And then it spits out your permits again, and, and there's obviously been some kind of... Uh, they're hot, and <laughs> and some some kind of alteration's been made to the, um, the barcodes on them. I.e., this is a suicide mission. They want to erase this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you two. Did we actually get an assignment, or is it just... He's waving the assignment ticket at you two. It says cease and secure, and report to uh, East Docks. To make it completely humorous, there should be a thermal printer that prints it out as well, you know. Oh, yes, yes. It's almost like one of those dot... uh, What do you call them? Dot Dot uh, matrix. matrix. Yes. So East Docks is is in a different section. You're going to have to negotiate this, uh, this, like, uh, rickety poorly maintenanced um, train, speed train, to get there. I've probably done that hundreds of times, but I'm not so sure about the other ones. Is it open air or is it closed? Oh, it's, it's uh, like internal. Uh, your, oh. Most of your halves are um, either wholly or partly like sunken. In, yeah, in the ice. Because there's no rock on Titan, it's ice. Oh, this isn't scientific. Like, it's, uh, oh. like, maybe somebody at some point went there and melted the ice and they found to uh, everyone's astonishment that the core isn't liquid, whatever, nitrogen or whatever, but, uh, you know, solid rock, and then there was an ocean, and then uh, some kind of experiments went horribly awry, and now you have this insanely fast-growing jungle, alien jungle, that is horrendously uh, poisonous to everyone. You move you move out of the, the Galleria, essentially. You uh, take some, like, um, emergency ladders up mm. to the platform, because nothing here is actually like it seems to be built to like house anyone. It's almost like a last minute thing, like it was re repurposed to be a living and, and, and housing hab. We're taking the Jeffrey's tubes up. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like so you, you get into this this it's this weird platform and it's this repurposed uh tin can that you step into and it's on some kind of maglev rail or something and uh you start swoop, swooping out, and it just vibrates and has the, this metallic cough all the way. Like, it, it's just rattling cage. If there were visible bolts, they would not have been properly screwed in. They would be rattling all the way. Uh, and there's probably this, this hollow, tinny, like, advertisement uh, running in the background on these, like, old, dinky speakers, like, about the wonders of Titan Colony. And you know, come and 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 settle down today. The new frontier, off-world colonies. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, that. Yeah, the new paradise. You know, the frontier of science. Is there a speaker so, present? By speaker, I mean, I mean, like a a box in the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, is there a box sure. present? 
I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> it dies. <laughs> so here's a question for you guys. Now that you're in this like little tin can, you're going to your destination. How do you envision like you people? Like, do you, do you have a uniform, or are you like t- just this completely ragtag mess? Do people on this colony have like uh, matching jumpsuits? Or no, I don't think it's no. that rich. I inherited this jacket from the guy from the guy next door. He never came back. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm pretty much wearing the clothes I came here in. Right. Mm. So it's, so it's like all kinds. Do you have any like distinguishing features? Like for instance, like mutants. I'm I'm kind of picturing mutants being like a reality that that came about sometime during the colony stuff, or was maybe cultivated here, and then uh, like it's it's common knowledge that they're around and they can do things and people know about them, but um, like maybe there aren't like oh, a huge amount of them. Do you guys see this as being like everyone can be like oh I t- I'm totally a mutant, or is this something that people? keep low key i think just everybody's uh everybody here is kind of messed up enough that mutants just another way of being messed up true true <laughs> so your ragtag little group of three uh mm-hmm. your trio you roll into uh eastern docks it's some sort of um or it used to be anyway some kind of uh space landing thing like hangar or essentially for shuttles so you enter this like barely lit Picture like emergency lights in a subway station that leads up to some kind of um, industrial hangar. Uh, you step out and this woman um, of uh, some kind of mid-Asian descent comes walking toward you. Uh, she's dressed all in, in the, the black, I think, of, uh, of admin. Uh, and she has like, like an identity badge on her uh, left hand breast pocket. Uh, and she has like uh, uh, some kind of pad. She looks at the pad. And she's like um, Mark and like Tex looks to Omar and, and Omar to to Tex. Tex. <laughs> I guess he's Omar. <laughs> Unless you're Omar. Uh, so yeah, she sighs and then she looks down to her to her pad and then she like strikes something out and edits it. Um, and she looks up Mark. Yeah. Good. Good. I see you have control of clearance. That that is good. There is a situation with some people who have taken it upon themselves to, uh, well, seize important assets that are uh, vital to the colonists' further survival. They are currently in, well, according to this anyway, they are currently in Hangar Two, uh, where they intend to debark, uh, uh, embark, embark upon oh. a an unauthorized interstellar course to Pluto. Or so it says in my pad. They appear to be quite crazy. And we cannot risk that this, these assets, well, are fired into space. Can't have that. So um, admin requires you to simply enter Hangar 2, neutralize all hostiles, and secure these assets. And she turns the pad around and, and she shows you some... Uh, like it, they look like plastic containers, vaguely like the kind of medical containers that you have organs in that you, that you like transport, transport, transplant organs in. It's imperative that you do not open or contaminate these assets. Uh, I want to read her mind. Sure. <laughs> that sounds like sharp to me. Okay. Nine. Nine. So how, what does this look like? Like how, how is this? Is this like scanners read your mind or, or like, 
assume it's a little more subtle than that. Not trying to fry her brain. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if she knows more about her our mission than she's telling us. Sure. So is this like, you know, with the camera zooms in on your eyes and you're just focusing on her or like staring yeah. at her? Or Okay. Uh, nine is the partial. So I think you get a flash. I think you get a flash of uh, this woman shaking hands with someone who looks kind of like you guys. They have patchy hair, some kind of ratty jacket. There's some kind of uh, jumpsuit under it. She's shaking hands with them and handing over one of these boxes, organ transplant looking things. That's the flash you get. Did you give these assets to these people? <laughs> Let's say that her like name identity badge says uh, Lyric. She does a little double take and then she's like, uh, what? No, why, why would I do that? That, that is against protocol. Mm-hmm. I, I could get in deep, deep trouble if I were to do something like that, or if anyone else were to do something like that. That that would be very bad. She looks slightly nervous. So, uh, well, we are sort of on a clock here, and she looks at her non-existent clock on her wrist. You know, uh, get get with it. You have your your sidearms, I, I assume, and your shields. Uh, everything is is. I have I have a power bank in case somebody needs a charge. Like this is to especially to Omar, I guess. This smells. Obviously, like, you know, something that is... Someone has hacked one of these um, dispensers to make you do their dirty work. It's not like you don't do admin's dirty work anyway, but but this is personal dirty work and not professional dirty work. Are we likely to get paid? Hmm. That, that's kind of up in the air. You, you didn't get any read on her for that. Well, whatever these things are, they've got to be valuable, though. So Could be, yeah. yeah there is a black market. And besides... I bet they're good eating. We've long gone cannibal on this world. You know that. <laughs> Maybe some of us. I don't know. <laughs> you just think everybody's like you, right? <laughs> well, that's, that's fun, too, I guess. That's our text. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look over at uh, Mark and go, um, well, boss? Guess we start off by getting in there and figuring out who's up there. Got my pistol out. Well, me and Fifi will take care of some of this business then. Fine, I ain't one to stand in between a man and his uh, lover. I do make sure that you radio in uh, when you are... um, I see that you have... No, you don't. Yeah, Lyric starts to sort of squirm a little, but then she she removes her own earpiece and hands it to Mark. Thanks. There won't be a channel. I want you simply to uh, press this... Uh, this, this, uh, what have you, oh, transponder, whenever you're done. And I shall, I shall. Ma'am, with all due respect, I know how to use a communication device. Very good. Very good. Does she give us the power bank or does she hang on to it? She's holding it like, as if like, if somebody needs a refill, but she's, she doesn't look like she's ready to give it up. Can I just reach out and grab it and stick and stick it on my belt? Sounds like you're, that sounds like cool. Can you do it? Yeah. Partial. You you can do it, but if you do, like first of all, you're gonna make a real bad impression, and you're gonna screw up her um, the pack it's attached to on her on her belt. You're gonna rip it off. Oh, I thought she had it in her hand. Oh, uh, but it's attached with a wire to like a little pack on her belt. Ma'am, you know if things get hot in there, one of us may need a recharge there, not here. Kindly, could you uh, let us take that with us? We'll give it to Mark. He he he'll he'll take good care of it. Well, you know as well as I that there is a power rationing thing happening. 
and uh, and I can't just uh, deal it out willy-nilly. If you are at full capacity, then you are at full capacity, of course. And, you know, she's trying to uh, avoid I look over, it. I look over at Mark and, you know, raise an eyebrow. Do you want to just, just pull pull rank or something? Like, yeah, I'll pull rank. Show her your your uh, very stylish controller badge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother with the badge. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, what I'm asking, I guess, is are you using your credentials? Um, yes. Your your edge. Yeah, you you'll have to like point to yeah. like look. This is my my clearance. Uh, I'm I know this stuff. That's what I'm gonna do. So she sighs and she uh, unslings it from her belt and she hands it over to Mark and she says, I'm going to want that back if you don't use it. Yep. All right, then. Now, He's let's gonna get a move on. Put it on his, yeah, we'll put it around his waist. Hanger two. It's very mm. urgent. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going. We're going. Trundling up the, the steps up into the, the hangers proper. Uh, they're divided, right, by these sectioned, by these kind of blast doors that you can uh, ideally, in it in the heyday, in its heyday, like you would have this one big area uh, where where shuttles could land, and then uh, sections partitions would rise up out of the floor, uh, kind of like blast doors or something, to seal particular areas. And uh, some of them are halfway up, some of them are all the way up, and you 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 come up into uh, this uh, not vestibule, but you know um, pre hangar area where. Uh, you have all these like lockers and you have offices from there. You can go directly into hangar one and you can see from there that, that the wall into hangar two is, is completely up. The entire T of hangar one is like this kind of grime and rust crusted mess. And there's this uh, just completely trashed shuttle just sitting listingly on its ass, essentially uh, almost off to one corner with just scrap all over as we're walking i will turn to the other two and say okay this is a not a official job lyric is wanting us to basically do her dirty work for her so we need to make sure we get paid before we turn anything over yep nothing new figured something was off about her didn't know didn't care yes want to make sure that we get paid though tex is sort of looking there for a sec you mean this is not a we not official job Dude, if it was official, they wouldn't have sent us to Hangar 2. But this is, I look up, you see his lips move for a second, Hangar 1. Dead ahead. You ah. see that door? mean that wall? Okay, that's where Hangar 2. Don't it's they have room like? down. How? It's got to be a control room around here somewhere. <laughs> look at the room we just exited. Would that be it right there? Go back in there, fiddle with some stuff, see what you can do. Who, me? Yeah, you. Okay, <laughs> I, I go walk in there, I look around. You find some, like, uh, control station. There are lots of, like, big obvious buttons, kind of like at a power plant, and some screens. All of them are black and dead. I'll, I look at really hard to see if I can see a button that says on. Sure. You, you After a while, <laughs> you see the, the arcane symbol, which is the circle with the dash that, that, that oh. comes down the top. So I, I push that button. It makes a satisfying, you know, chunk noise that you get with, like, a... a really thick mechanical keyboard or a, a like uh, launch button and nothing happens. Push it again. <laughs> this is like the monkey at the elevator, like, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> it mocks you with its silence. Are there any wires around here? Oh, you could go look for them. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go around. look for the wires. I push it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna go look for wires, see why this hunk of junk isn't turning on. I'm gonna I wanna examine the wall leading to the hangar two, see if I can find any are there any gaps or windows or uh it's it's uh it's pretty much a solid blast door that uh lifts out of the floor uh all the way up to the ceiling. And it's all the way up. Actually, why don't why did you roll plus sharp? No. Interesting. Okay. You're like walking the wall maybe and ch- and checking it out and kind of getting a feel for how it works. And you think there may be like you see some some like fungal growth up near the ceiling uh, where the blast door connects with the ceiling. Um, and it, it seems like what, some of the tendrils are moving as if there's a draft. Like it's all not all the way up. Maybe it's not fully closed. That's about when Mark, you're, you're digging maybe through the back panels for like some wires to tinker with and. Boy, are there many. They're like snakes made of tinier snakes all over the place, wired together. You you find a couple of like internal batteries that seem to have, you know, corroded. So you have to exchange that. But then like suddenly uh, there's this of of, like the power coming on and all the lights start lighting up all around the hangar. And there's this like beep sound and um, some of the, the emergency lights that have these like spinny spinny lights, spinny red lights start spinning. There's a, a movement in the, the partition in the wall and it just starts grinding down like this horrible, vile noise of metal grinding against metal. Well, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to probably really loudly shout to make myself heard to the other two. Meanwhile, okay. the ba- the baboon in the out in the office is going. Hey, it came on. <laughs> <laughs> and none of the screens have actually done anything, but but yeah, there's pretty lights on the, the dust blinking lights are on now. Okay, though. fine. I will yell at the one who isn't a baboon and say, "Get over <laughs> that goddamn wall." Omar, you can hear you can hear voices on the other side. Like there's there are people standing on the other side talking. Move to the side where they am not in their direct view. You can you can easily like crouch down between some some uh, waste barrels, uh, and you won't be in anyone's line of sight. This continues. Uh, you can you can see this from the control area. Texas, Tex, and um, and Mark. Uh, there's this like dirty window, plexiglass window that opens up into the, the hangar, hangar one, and you can see the wall slowly coming down. You hear the grinding of this now poorly fitted blast door. Hey, I did that. <laughs> I'm gonna let him think he did and give him a thumbs up and then roll my eyes when he's not looking. What do you guys do? Do you get do you stand there or, or what 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 do you do? I'm doing? gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go over there. I got feet. So, so here's the thing that I should I get point out to Mark, right? You know that the batteries powering the controls are completely fried. And uh, apparently they're cheap asses who didn't wire it into a bigger thing. Or, you know, if you're MCGM is a moron who doesn't know tech. So wh- whichever it is, right? But no, no, no action on your part actually did this. Somebody else did this. That doesn't matter to me. I'm still going over the wall. All right. I'm so you're behind. Sh- okay. So you two are striding out into Hangar One. To uh, on on your right side, there's the the hulk of this um, trashed shuttle. You can begin to see over the wall when it starts coming down. You can see. The low uh, lights in Hangar 2, uh, you can see the top of what seems to be a busted up, but battered, but functioning, like a, a, a real shuttle. And you can see 
the tops now of some heads. And then the wall like does a kachunk and gets stuck. And you hear lots of swearing on the other side. And, uh, you know, somebody's like, oh, for fuck's sake, Kaplan, this is the second time. Are there are there any crates on our side or is it basically a bare floor? Dirty floor, but like scrap strewn about uh, along along the sides. There, there's the odd like waste barrel, uh, which uh, Omar is crouching behind often in one corner. Mm-hmm. Well, I do you have can always tactical. hide in the in the in the in the shuttle hulk if you want make my way to the wall but keeping down beneath it because i don't want them to see me so let's just see if i can get there without them spotting me yes <laughs> excellent so you do it yeah yeah i slink along the wall and i get to because i know i can pop up over and start shooting if necessary and then i'm looking at mark hold fifi up and point and then point over my head what are you doing mark uh when he <laughs> brushes off and, and gets a, a better tactical position do you, do you remain standing in the middle of the hangar or <laughs> yeah okay First thing that I don't really is, care if they see me or not. Okay, so the first thing that happens is this like chunky duffel bag comes flying over the, the partition. It probably contains tools or weapons or something because it, it makes that heavy clunking, lots of metal and stuff noise. I'm gonna go pick um, it up. But you have to go for you have to rush forward and pick it up if you want to. Then you'll be right in front of the wall. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, so you pick it up. You see this dirty hand come come questing over the the edge to sort of get a grip, and then someone's like, "Oh, come on, Captain! For fuck's sake, give me a hand!" You see this curly head rise over the over the edge, uh, and this dirty face uh, of somebody in a in a ratty jacket with some kind of jumpsuit under it, and he, he hauls himself up like he's holding himself up by his palms, like he, his entire torso is up and over, like he's about to swing a leg over, but then he sees you. Uh, you, uh, and then he freezes. Drop this. <laughs> okay. When you say that, you can see that he's he makes the connection, right? That oh shit, somebody call somebody tattled on us, and you have like a moment to do something if you want to stop him from either turning tail or doing something else. How tall is the wall at the moment? It's about six two, six foot two at the moment. You know what? I'm gonna swing the bag and try to pin him down, like, get him off the wall and pin him to it with the bag <laughs> before he can do anything. But you want to swing the bag up and use the weight of it to, like, pull him down over That's the wall? That's what I'm looking to do. So he's yeah. hanging... Okay. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him, but I want to get him on the ground so he can't run away. Oh, you want to pull him down from the wall, essentially? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that sounds, like, hard to me. Yeah, this is gonna go great. Yep. Went wonderful. <laughs> You 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 just like suddenly out of nowhere swing the bag and you and you catch him around the back of the the neck and he just goes fuck and and falls forward over the wall and he he kind of lands not athletically necessarily but he lands like he's used to taking falls and he makes a little roll and he he pulls out this pistol and just poom plugs you right to the center of mass one d six so you take <laughs> one <laughs> to your shield. <laughs> so you have five mm. five points of shield left. Mm-hmm. What does this look like? Like when when the shields uh, protect you, are they like invisible energy shields? Um, yeah, I think they are. Okay, yeah. head the, to toe energy shields. Uh, yeah, I imagine they do that uh, hexagon pattern when they get hit, though. You know. Okay, cool, cool. So it sort of distributes the 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 force uh, along the shield, right, or something. 
Um, oh, he shouldn't have done that, you crazy idiot. With his, with his, he, just, uh, he just screams like, Kappa, give me some idiot. cover fire! While this is going on, how, how wide is this blast door? It's wide enough that you could, like, sequence, you, you, could, you could make a little train of three shuttles lengthwise, you know, uh, and, and you could, like, push them through the opening if it were all the way down. So it's, it's fairly broad. So if I'm over at the one end and they're, like, in the middle or something? Yeah, yeah. I want to, uh, you know, clamber up on top of one of these barrels so I can peek over into the other uh, hangar. Go for it. You you do it. I can see like that shuttle. Can I see like is there a ramp for the entrance to it or? Yeah, there's uh there's uh like an onboard uh, you know little uh, deployment ramp that you can run up and into it if you want to. There's a guy probably like he looks kind of malplaced. He's dressed in what looks. I don't know if you guys would have any real like maybe maybe some really old advertisement tapes of of like. Uh, people telling you how great Titan is would have someone in in like a classic suit, right, with the tie and the blazer and and all that stuff. Like he has that on, like he has these thick glasses on. He's uh, bent over and and uh, trying to dig out some kind of big tube thing out of out of a duffel bag that looks a lot like the one they threw over the wall. Where is he? Uh, he's he's uh, just on the other side of the wall. If the wall were down, they would be like a couple of meters apart, like six feet, eight feet apart. I'm eyeing the entry to the shuttle. I'm going to voop there. Oh, cool. <laughs> so you can attempt to instantly phase to a position within your side. Totally cool. I'd say this is sharp, right? You want to land in the right place. See how this goes. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> so since I'm basing this on uh, World of Dungeons... Let me see if I wrote that correctly, though. Critical success. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't. I didn't bring in critical over. But since it's fun and you rolled a twelve, I'm gonna add a critical. So let's say you have a, a greater effect than you intended. Like you not only get to where you want to go, nobody notices you. It's it's completely quick, clean, stealthy, perfectly stealthy. Nobody has even noticed that you you're on on that side. You, you could take anyone by surprise if you wanted to. Well. Good. Then I want to go into the shuttle. <laughs> go into the shuttle, unmolested, un yeah. undetected, totally yeah. under the radar. Cool. Yeah. So, and, uh, Tex, you're you're sitting crouched when this all is happening, right? When, when and I Mark's and I pulling down, yeah. And I see the guy shoot at Mark, and I see a shield, and I go, "He's probably got a shield up." So I'm going to give him a bums rush and slam him into the floor. Nice. So, so uh, hard. Yeah. That's plus two. Ten! Yeah, I slam it into the floor. Nice. Okay, so uh, I think he suffers harm, right? So I think you incapacitate him. Like, you slam him into the floor and, like, all the air goes out of his lungs. And he's like, oh! He's still if splattering I, away over the, over the floor. And if I can, I'll yank off his shield belt. Cool. Yes. I'd like to so, add to that. Go ahead. <laughs> I'd like to kick the gun out of his hand. The gun went clattering over the floor, uh, away in a, in a random oh. direction. It could have oh, clattered okay. over to you if you want to. Like, it could have bumped into your feet. Yeah, sure. I'll take two guns. So hey, uh, I, I want to talk to him. So, so he's hey, out. Tex, don't kill him. That's why I didn't shoot him. Good. Right? <laughs> so you, you have him under under you. Like, you have him locked down, right? You you know mm-hmm. how to 
and Mark, you're you're jawing at them, and you you're picking up the new gun, right? And you have two guns, and you feel very Western. And uh, then you hear like this muttering behind you, like "God damn, I always have to do everything myself." And you hear this like of of some kind of electronic tracking device, maybe. I'm gonna duck. You just duck. Yeah. I'm gonna hit the ground, actually, hit the floor. Just like that, me. That smacks to me of. <laughs> A weapon going off. Yeah, what what do you do, um, there, Tex? Do I uh, do I recognize the sound? You're heavy. Yeah, this sounds like maybe it's one of those tracking devices that are on portable rocket launchers. Yeah, I hit I hit the ground and roll over with with what's his face on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's what you're doing, you're just hitting the floor. Then there is a whoop and and a very brief screech of uh, an ignited uh, propellant rocket you know coming out of the the tube and then there's just a horrible horrible explosion everything turns to like white light uh you know your eardrums are all like smacked silly i'm gonna roll damage <laughs> for all of you because it's it's a horrible horrible weapon i'm gonna roll twice take the higher so three for mark and three My shields for... can't take anything else Oh, dear. <laughs> you have the recharge on you. We only took one previously, right? Yeah, and four. Now, now you take three, so you still have two. The guy on top of me doesn't have a shield anymore. Nope. So, like, you are... Do I get any benefit you know from having him? You, you pulled him onto yourself, right? I think mm-hmm. he's partially protected by your, like, shield. Uh, ah. He's in your shielding, so at least in part. I'm going to roll die fate, see how bad it is for him. We'll see if he survives. Four. Ah, uh, that's on the good side. He's like, he's singed, right? One of his legs is completely seared, burned, it's smoking. I think his, his shoe is on fire. And he's like s- screaming now that he's gotten back his control of his lungs. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get up, obviously, but I'm gonna look up at Tex and go, Get him out somewhere safe! I don't want him dead! <laughs> you hear this guy like, oh, what the shit? And then, you know, you hear the, the scrambling of this big tube rocket launcher as he's like negotiating it uh, back down over the other side of the the divide. Um, like he expected I, to turn all of you to red pink mist. It, it didn't happen. Is the door open to the control room still? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I get to a crouch and just go shove. So he's on his injured back, you know, being shoved into that room. I think it's a little far to just like. Curl him him all the way there. You could probably grab him, lift him, and then hurl him that way, and then he would roll the rest of the way in. Okay, that works. So let's jump over to uh, to Omar. Like you are inside the shuttle. There's this big crazy explosion that goes off that rocks the entire shuttle. The windows vibrate. What am I seeing inside the shuttle? The first thing you see is a like seating area. It's not this big, huge, crazy transport shuttle. It's more like a personal shuttle or a a like small. Oh, what do you call it? Like a like a commuting shuttle. So you have sixteen seats. You're entering like the seating area. Sixteen seats. Uh, there's a back portion with probably amenities and stuff, and there's a uh, front like uh, cockpit type area that's that's uh like a um, modern airplane it's sort of there's a doorway in it's closed off in the seats uh you see a bunch of these containers uh that lyric showed you and by a bunch i mean like a dozen i'm not seeing any other people here no i think first i want to do is uh close the door 
<laughs> of course, that's fine. So you, you hit that satisfying close outer doors button and it works quite well. It only sticks once and then it fixes itself and, and seals. Um, you know, it sucks in the door and like, and suddenly all the noise no is very muted. I'm going to get to the cockpit. Sure, you, you can you can go open the door and, and step into the cockpit area if you want to. All right. You do so. And let's see uh, if I can start this thing up. All right. You enter uh, the cockpit area. There are two seats. There's a bunch of controls. Um, it's some kind of like throwback to Alien. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ASCII and, and um, lots of buttons and flips, switches. Zero automation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably some kind of autopilot, but you have to kind of know your way around. When you get in, Probably immediately to your left, there's a big, huge flowchart of like start startup sequence and cooldown sequence and all that stuff. And uh, some some probably right next to it, there's a different chart uh, that's printed out in red uh, with a big, huge uh, like biohazard sign on it. But all the text is in Devanagari, so you have no idea what it says. Well, if there's a startup sequence, let's follow that. <laughs> Sounds like you are doing a sharp thing, right? This isn't you're not a tech, right? But you can at least follow directions, right? You're smart enough for that. Uh, 11. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. It's really not very tough to figure out. You just go step by step. Uh you find it. Uh it takes a little time though. So you can hear it hum to life and you you see all these like screens and and gauges and data readings start uh, pouring in across different screens. And uh, I'm going to jump out to the others. So, Tex, you just hurl this other guy into whatever control room, uh, this hurt guy. Mark, you're still standing. This other guy, Kaplan, presumably, is like fumbling on the other side. You can hear him like swearing and and fumbling with this big rocket launcher. Put that damn thing away and come out here and talk like reasonable folk. (laughs) You can hear that he's panicking. He thought he could just erase you with a rocket and it would be fine, but you didn't die. And now he's like, shit, fuck, shit, shit, shit. And you can hear him like messing with probably rockets and dropping them. Want me to get his attention? Like, you're not going to get his attention by saying, hey, let's be reasonable. He's in the process of reloading. Can I see him right now? Uh, No, the wall is still up by like six feet. So you'll have to climb climb up over it. That's partly why he sucked, right? Because he had to balance on something and then hang the rocket launcher over. I'm going to try to get get up top of the wall and just look down at him and go, you know, hey, dude. Do you want to climb over or climb up on the wall and like be on the wall? Be on the wall. I don't want to, I don't want to quote unquote threaten. I'm trying to be cool about it. He's definitely not being cool about it, but I'm trying to be completely and utterly panicking, right? You're not you're not gonna get through to him by saying, Hey guy, let's be reasonable. We're all Canadian. Right? That's not gonna work. He's clearly he clearly knows that he's doing something he's not supposed to, he's been discovered, and he thought he could erase you and make the problem go away by shooting a rocket at you. It didn't work the first time, so he is now panicking, hoping to reload so he can do it again, and hopefully you'll die this time. This is someone who wants you dead. In which case, I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> okay. I'm going to shoot him somewhere non-vital. All right, cool, cool. Like a leg or a shoulder or something. How about how about the rocket launcher? Yeah, that won't. If I shoot him in the arm, he can't use the rocket launcher. 
Okay, so roll, roll hard. Haul yourself up on the wall enough that you can level your gun at him and you poof, pop. Well, guy's attention. Ooh. You grace him, grace the side of his face, and his glasses come tumbling off, and he's like, oh, shit, fuck! And, and uh, like, you, you burn this, this horrible energy burn, like, down the side of his face, and the blast, the, the bolt hits one of the rockets that he's dropped, and it starts, you know, igniting. Um, oh, shit, I'm gonna get him out of there. <laughs> How are you gonna get him out of there? I guess I should say, what do you do? Like, this rocket is about to fly off in a random direction. Which, which way is it pointing? Uh, it's pointing at you. In that case, I am literally going to jump down off the wall to where he is, grab him, and hit the deck. Gee, okay. Uh, yeah, roll plus cool. Don't fail. <laughs> roll plus two is my good stab. Oh, nice. Hey. I'm, I'm reading this as your intent being you want to protect him, right? Make sure that he isn't caught in the blast or something. Yeah. Right. Doesn't matter if I'm caught, as long as he's not. Okay, I'm gonna do a die fate to see how bad it. Okay, it's not too bad for him. Most mm-hmm. of him is caught is caught inside of your your shielding. So you just again, this just I, I don't know what it's like for uh for text. I think you just see this big, mostly steel partition just buckle, <laughs> right? And there's this just explosion again. At this point, you know, Tex has gone over and grabbed that waste barrel. Sure. And he's walking over, he sees it go, and he goes, looks at yeah, the barrel. The whole hangar, like, shakes. It's not like you're literally walking over. It's like, whoa, shit! The whole ship yeah, is... Like, I stagger listen. back, I yeah. look at I look at the, the container and go, couldn't hurt. I go up and do a Shaquille kneel and jump up, and if I see somebody, I'm gonna throw the trash can at him. You see Mark... Lying on top of the uh, mysterious rocket launcher fire. There's um, other dudes over there, though, right? Not a single one. But you didn't know that. Now you know. You're like, Whoa, oh, there's well, only one. I sort of I <clears throat> came up short, and I end up getting myself caught on the wall and hanging there. Wow, oh, probably like 6'5 or 6'7. So for me, it's you know more like peeking over with the top of my head. It's like, oh, sure. sorry. I'll stop in mid-throw and go, sit down. What the hell? <laughs> Of course, since this explosion hid the sound, you haven't actually noticed. You didn't notice until maybe now that the shuffle is on. I don't hear a damn thing right now. <laughs> Two explosions? I have. I'm just True. looking down. Yeah, I'm, I'm I have busy. no hearing either. <laughs> so inside the shuttle, Omar, you get some reading about like thermal spike, you know, radiation hazard, uh, something. But it's well within nominal stuff. You're not in any danger. That's good. Do we have any comms between us? You do not, in fact. That's unfortunate. Yeah, admin sucks. <laughs> there may, in fact, be a loudspeaker that you could use. You could broadcast your voice out if you wanted to. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. What are my surroundings here? Do you mean the hangar or, or inside? Looking out the, the windows here, what am I seeing? Well, if, if you look all the way around, you see like this big black splotch. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, buckled part, the buckled portion of the partition wall, and and you see you see Mark lying on top of the uh, the guy with the rocket launcher. You see the the top of the head of Tex on the other side. This area is kind of better lit than the than Hangar One. You see waste barrels on this side too, but this whole side has been cleaned up. It's it's clearly been used. 
or maybe it is in use every once in a while. Uh, there's a little like control booth that controls specifically this hangar, presumably the the uh, doors ahead, up ahead of you uh, or overhead. That's the word I'm looking for. That open up into into like the atmosphere or what little there is of Titan. That's about it. It's it's pretty empty beside that. If there's a loudspeaker, then hit it and go, get the doors open. We need to get out of here. <laughs> right right now, all I hear is... Probably, yes. There may be some... Way in the background. He myself over and land down next to uh, Mark and tap him and go point to him and make the twisting motion like I'm taking a bottle cap off a bottle. Shake head. <laughs> yeah, the guy is stunned. I'm going to bodily manhandle him, him over to somewhere safe and then shut the door on them both. What do you mean, Did shut he, the door? The other guy is injured He's, but alive in the control room. The I'm other gonna side of take the buckled wall now. This guy back over the wall, get him in the control room and lock them both in there. Okay. All right. I want them you, out of. I don't want to kill them. I want them out of the way while we steal what they stole and take it back, and then we'll sure. open the door and let them out. So actually, um, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell all of this to Tex with gestures, because he's the one that does the heavy carry. Yeah. Toss him over the wall. Then I climb over. Then I just carry him over and toss him in the room and shut the door and make sure it's air sealed. So if there are any more explosions, they are not hurt by them. Okay. So here's a question for Omar. Do you keep like um, trying to get their attention when it's obvious that they're uh, they either can't hear you or no? I I can see the control room, right? Yes, it's right ahead of you. Okay, I'll try to voop over there. <laughs> nice, sharp, buddy boy. Oh, oh no. <laughs> here's here's a question like wh- when you go to do that what's the physical sensation for for omar when he when he goes into the loop jump thing takes a breath closes his eyes and pictures where he he plans to be all right and then when he opens them he hopes to be there cool okay so you close you take that breath you you close your eyes and you, you know you visualize the place and you can feel yourself changing places and then there's just this howling wind and biting, searing cold in your cheeks and in your hands. And like you open your eyes and you're probably standing on top of the, the like hangar blast door that, were, that was overhead. And you're in the middle of this like crazy late season winter su- super megafauna mangrove crazy mutant plant jungle swamp it's it's like uh, dagobah on steroids also in the middle of a of an arctic storm you can smell immediately that there are chemicals in the air that shouldn't be in air that you should breathe and uh, like oh your eyes start watering immediately and like burning what do you do any uh windows or no you're, you're standing on this ice covered platform that is supposed to part in the middle and open up kind of like a cupboard to let shuttles come down and then it closes so you're standing kind of in the middle of one foot on one side of the track and one on the other but of course it's covered with ice you can hear weird shrieks and and bizarre calls kind of like like imagine weird whale sounds only above water and you know coupled with like baboon screeches and 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 uh such no controls out here ah you know what there probably would be like some emergency stuff or you would think there'd be like some sort of upstairs you know some access way so they can go up here do maintenance totally yes yes that makes sense like so you you probably see an access hatch 
on the far side in the area where you first came up. Like, so you have to cross the roof area, right, of, of Hangar 1 to get to it. Of course, it's, it's kind of snow or ice crusted, uh, but you may be able to get it up. Who knows? Get it open. Oh, beat standing out here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything is better than standing out here. Okay, so you rush over and do that. Okay, so you guys, you guys have sequestered these, these criminals mm-hmm. in the control room. What do you do now? There's no Omar. Finally, I think our, our hearing is coming back a little bit at this point, I would say. Mm-hmm. Where's Omar? That's a good question. Oh, by the way, I should I should roll a d6 to see what kind of damage your shield takes from all the chemicals and shit upstairs. Two, uh, Omar. So it's also a bit of a life belt then, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like an all-purpose harm reduction. Except for knives. Except for, like, clubs and knives. and The slow blade enters. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's over there in that, uh, hey, is that thing on? Oh, Finally. shit. Yeah, the lights are on. <laughs> Maybe Omar's in there. You, you're pretty tall, right? Uh, yeah, so you yeah. We see that the the uh, shuttle door is closed. I'll clamber over the wall and and I'll go walk up to the rear end and uh, up to the door and just go bang, bang, bang. You in there, Omar? I need to use the dawn. So, Mark, you you can see how these guys are slowly coming too, right? I mean, you're looking at them maybe through the door, right? The, the... Yeah, no, I'm not locking myself in there with them. Indeed. But yeah, no. I'm uh, so you can see them like door. coming to and like looking around, and the first guy, the, the curly headed dude, he's grimacing and like holding his leg and trying to like figure out what he can do about it. And Kaplan is he's touching his face and going like, "Oh, I can't believe I, I was shot!" You know, <laughs> shit. And they appear to be like arguing. You you can't hear exactly what they're saying, but but. You know, Kaplan's starting some kind of argument with the other guy. I'm going to bang on the window. All right, so Kaplan's like, like turns around and he sees you, and he he gives you the finger and appears to be hurling insults at you through the window. Boy, behave in there. Meanwhile, the other guy like staggers up and he starts dragging himself over to the control board and like is desperately looking for some kind of way to get out of this. Just this sit tight in there. We'll let you out in a minute. Omar doesn't re- respond. I turn on Loker and look at Kaplan's bag, and I look at the rocket launcher, and I go, lick my lips. Okay, let's let's die of fate this. Three, it's not badly damaged. Like, it was caught partly in the blast. Go ahead. Actually, more, more importantly, I look around, any more rockets? Oh, yeah. There are three of them, and a couple of them were just, like, blown away, rolled away. Mm-hmm. There's one in range. If you wanted to like try it, but you need to you need to maybe fix the um, the tube. The tube is all like screwed right now. So I, I just look at it and go, I know a guy. Put it back in the bag and grab the grab the rockets and just sort of anything else in the bag. Uh, there are some old timey rifles, the kind that you probably haven't ever seen, but you you know right away that okay, this is a gun. This is a rifle. Most of them are like wood and metal, and they seem to be firing some kind of cartridge. Black market. Make a, make a killing. You know, zip it up and uh, toss over the wall and say, <laughs> you know, salvage! Now look at the other bag and go, See, so while you're looting, and, yeah. and Mark is busy, you know, uh, antagonizing your captives. Omar, you make it to the hatch, right? And it's it has this cap of ice. Icicles that are pointing away from it at 90 degree degrees. What do you do? Well, I've got something out of my basic toolkit. Crowbar or something. Start smacking the ice off. 
let's do a let's do plus cool. Let's see how well and quick and efficient you are. How good and quick and efficient you are. For mm-hmm. sure. So I think you start hacking and hammering, right? Chopping the ice away. Every time you like smack, there's this. It, it rings out throughout the uh, the immediate environment. Pretty soon, you start hearing uh, a pretty aggressive chittering up and about and around you. This big icy rock comes tumbling down right next to you. Not tumbling down. Somebody threw it after one of your whacks. And you look behind you and you see uh, like four or five of these rainbow-colored, like howler monkey-looking creatures with eight arms swinging around in the in the weird sort of megafauna magro mess. The rainbow, in the sense that they seem to be shifting colors in in sequence, like they were made or something, like they were um, designed. And then, like, oh, that didn't work like we wanted to. Let's just dump them on the surface. <laughs> you can see their their incisors are the size of your forearms. It's bad, right? You can keep doing this, but you have a feeling that if you just stay at it and get the hatch open, you're going to be in a fight. Uh, by the time you're done. Or you could attempt to find some kind of shelter. What do you do? Can, can I make a little point? I think we're all forgotten forgotten something. We also have focus. That gives oh, yeah. An extra... oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Let's, can let's... we spend it Can we spend it after the fact, or we have to spend it before the fact? I don't feel like being an asshole. Of course you can spend it after the fact. It's your three focus. What does it do? Focus works like this. You can spend focus to add an extra die, and you get to count all three of the dice to a roll. So if you want, you can spend a focus and make this a full success. Uh, hopefully, right? You can roll an extra die and, and count all of them. Sure, let's try that. Those critters behind you get you really focused on what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that may very well be it. Oh, yeah, cool. Nice. So, so yeah. I think you, you hear this and may, maybe you notice them behind you, but you're like, okay, fuck this. You get to the, the exact hatch lip and you just jam the crowbar in there and, and make a little bend, and then some kind of internal mechanic goes, oh, poof, something is happening. There's a pressure. I should open. And it goes pop, and just a bunch of, of humid air comes out like in a, in a big puff. And, and there's this turns big snow. inviting manhole <laughs> leap down into Quickly get in and close it behind me. Yeah, cool. It locks automatically. There's this rickety ladder that empties out into like the locker rooms or something adjacent to them. So you come maybe t- tumbling down <laughs> through that hatch and you're all like covered in chemical frost. Eyes are all red. Mark, Mark, you're not looting, right? So you probably hear distantly, maybe you've always heard like thumping, like every once in a while, like chonk, chonk, chonk in the distance. And then there's this like whooshing, sucking sound and then a slam and then you hear some rickety climbing, and then, you know, Omar appears. It's <laughs> just completely messed up. I got the shuttle prep. We got to get the doors open so we can get out of here. <laughs> get out of here? Yeah. You don't want to stay here, do you? I'm looking over my loot right now and sort of stop, and I think I point behind me. That thing's working? Yeah. I want to get out of here, too. Grab my two bags, throw them over the wall. Then I stop. Um, can we get back in to the shuttle? Can you guys get the door? Right now, you hear some banging on the, the window that goes into the like control room. And you see Kaplan, like he looks kind of livid, but he's trying to compose himself. 
and he's banging on the window with one fist and in the other he holds some kind of remote and he's po- he points to the like door that you have jammed he clearly wants to communicate all right i'm gonna walk over there i guess you can hear him kind of muted through the door look you you guys are as fucked as we are you you need this if you're gonna grab that and this isn't going anywhere i'll fucking smash it if you don't let us out and let us go what is it that he has that he says is important? It looks like some kind of remote. If it were a car, it would be the beep boop key fob. I read his mind. Oh, cool. Can you do that through plexiglass? Of course. Plexiglass is no no obstacle for the mind sphere. <laughs> you want that to be sharp? Maybe you uh, want yes. to fo- focus on this one. We'll see. What, what is it you're trying to get a read on? Like, what, what do you want to know? Was that a failure? Nope, it's no. a partial. And I'll throw a focus die here. Oh, cool. You know, nice. Yeah. So a full success. Still, what what exactly do you want to get at? Like, what's his intentions or... What is the, the thing actually? What he would do if we let him out? I, I think, like, there's this moment where you're... It's, it's kind of like, my mind to your mind, right? Where you kind of... There's this, like, metaphysical moment where you're in his body and you know all his all his thoughts uh and all his fears and motivations he is desperate not to be caught like he is part of a different a different section of the colony it's it's a different colony on the other side of titan he's part of the admin stuff and they are a uh like a splinter group they they have like gone rogue the entire colony has gone rogue from from the control from the control of oh, the over admin he is desperate not to get caught he's he's trying to spread this notion of rebellion throughout the the colony he is willing to do just about anything to get away the fob thing that he has is it's it's the on off switch essentially for remote controlling the the shuttle that's been uh, refurbished from scrap over in the other on the other side in the other colony he's you can feel that he is his heart is pumping like crazy which he's really good at masking like he doesn't look super panicked now but he is like at that point where he's just about ready to do anything like he will smash it if he thinks he's fucked and all he wants really is to get away even the other guy the other guy can go die he doesn't care just as long as he gets out he's desperate to get away are you telling me that yes Oh, cool. Well, I want to let him get away, if, as long as he promises not to shoot me again. Just let him out. All right. Slap. Okay. Grab the door and pull it open and reach in and grab the guy in the suit and pull him forward and said, yeah, you, you, you're coming out. <laughs> he's, he's not up to your standards of heart, so you can easily just pull him out. When you pull Kaplan out, the other guy's like, he gets up like, like he looks like, oh, okay, we're, we're being let out. So he, he levers himself up with his bad leg and then you close and the door no. yes close the door leave the other guy there we don't need him <laughs> I, I i leave it to i leave it to a point where it's not completely closed but he's gonna have to work on it to get open i'm not trapping him he can get out if he works on it the other guy starts starts screaming like kaplan kaplan you piece of shit what are you doing we had a deal you know he starts ja- yanking at the door Slamming oh, the window, like you're not leaving me here, you asshole. Come on, let's get to the shuttle. Get to the shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> so Kaplan like, like takes a moment where he's just like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 who the fuck are you? What are you? Aren't you like with admin? We're no friends of the admin. A person called Lyric, posing as admin, hired us for this job. Like he looks like he's trying to like 
figure out who that is, but he has no idea. Like in your vision, it was totally the guy in the curly hair that had um, the contact, like that she handed the stuff over to. The woman you dealt with for the goods in the shuttle. Oh, the bitch stabbed us in the back. I knew what the fucking ah. Yes. So let's stab her in the back. Suddenly, like he he like completely reevaluates all three of you. Like in a moment, he's like, "You guys are looking to get out too." Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure if we killed you and took gun back to her, she'd just kill us. She would almost right. <laughs> it takes you that long to figure out that she's a bitch, all, really. Probably if this were the, like the movie or the television show, like all three of you would look to uh, <laughs> to text like. For real? Like, who are you? Where did like, you actually, no, up? the look on my face is kind of like, even no, like, so But Cap- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm helping the other guy. How badly is the other guy hurt? Captain, like, looks to Martin. He's like, Jesus Christ, are we taking the retard? Well, he's okay. Uh, I guess we have to. <laughs> well, he's okay. I think his legs hurt. <laughs> well, okay, shit. Okay, we need to go now. I'm not very strong, but I'm strong enough to sling this other guy over my shoulder, so. You can get over the wall? Good. I walk over. Nah. I pick him up. Walk over to the wall, and I'm going, I'll be gentle, and lure him over the other side of the wall, then I climb over. So so Kaplan starts, you know, scrambling to, to pick up all the stuff. Where where did you stash the, um... Like, I actually threw, I, I threw him on the other side of the wall, because I was planning to get in the shuttle. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> so Kaplan st- looks down. It's like, oh, okay. And he grabs them, and he, like, starts um, hauling them off to the shuttling, like, does the key fob thing, and the the shuttle door opens, and he's like, uh, "Somebody got to punch the um, the ceiling blast doors." Mm-hmm. Points to this little like box in a corner where you have like controls yeah. that like you can completely seal. Yeah, I look at him. I go over and grab a trash can. I stick it in the door. And he's he's more- left you guys behind. He's like walk. You walk. He's walked into the shuttle. He's yep. dumped the bags, bags. and he's going oh, to cockpit. I'm following Kaplan. Sure, yeah. sure. Like you, you can so take the I, other obviously, seat. Like you can take the other seat the there, other Omar, and, and use yeah. the megaphone if you want to. I, I yell, "Which button?" <laughs> the big it, red one with the two arrows facing side by side, away from each other. Okay, <laughs> I hit that one. That's of course when the lights start flashing and you hear the klaxons go off. And absolutely, <laughs> and and of course, there's this whirring and noise of like these doors, uh, the hydraulics forcing themselves up. Because there's this layer of ice on top that's slowly yeah. being broken up, and like crack, crack, it cracks open, and like I'm running for the show. I'm going to toss that can out and get yeah. in, and and look for a button, and just hit a button, any button to make the door close. So you get in, and there's like bits of, of big chunks of ice raining down around and over mm-hmm. the shovel mm-hmm. and down over the cockpit glass. You can hear a briefness of like this howling. <laughs> death wind uh, above before the the shuttle door closes with a suction uh, and Kaplan's like busy uh, flipping switches and like um, getting ready mm-hmm. he p- puts on these old timey like aliens era head headphones not that you technically need them because you're kind of soundproof here but whatever well no that's so you can talk you can listen to uh, control when it gets nearby that too, that too yeah. yes i walk up the mark and I, and I look at it at his ear does he still have the comment yeah in and his i was ear? actually about to do something with that hit the button that she told him to hit and say screw you and throw it down and crumble it <laughs> remember she only had the one right so the only way so you that you could communicate was to click the transponder so that her like little buzzer got the ping so she knew that you had done your job she doesn't have a receiver you can't oh, talk yeah. that's the problem 
So you'd just be telling her to come kill us. Yes. <laughs> right. Never mind. I'm just going to crumble it then. I'm just going to give it to Tex and go and like just with a sage nod of my head. Crunch. The last action hero thing where he's holding the walkie talkie and then like we're through and like just sque- squeezes it. <laughs> so Kaplan, what are we hauling? I think it's better I just show you, but let's let's get out of um, let's get into Atmo first or something or not Atmo, but let's let's get going first. So he fires the whole thing up and you you lift up out of the mm-hmm. hangar and you start flying through this mess uh, and you're like constantly being shaken around and it's it's just this it's like being inside a milkshake with occasional huge mangrove esque branches swooshing by, right? And mm-hmm. he puts it into automatic autopilot. And, uh, you know, programs it for some kind of destination. And then he um, he pulls the headphones off and he, he goes into the back. And he starts looking through, like, some of the these boxes. He picks out one. Don't freak out now. This is kind of fucked. But, and he, uh, he uh, punches in some kind of code on this, like, little alphanumerical pad. And uh, there's a release. This, like, vacuum release. Like, poof. And, uh, like, there's an element of, like, dry ice smoke that starts pouring out and the top comes off and you see this bizarre looking greenish fetus that seems to be uh, an overgrown you know those very early human fetuses that look like Mm -hmm. weird aliens or tadpoles it's like a larger version of that a much larger version of that and it has this almost dead slimy gray skin and there's what seems to be like almost mechanical implant type stuff wired into like the spine and the back of the head clearly some kind of weird human weirdness hybrid thing this is a thing admin's been letting them loose all over our place all over the other colony they look like this and then you you mature them they grow 10 times larger they're like bioweapons right We've never been able to catch some some of this, uh, like a, a healthy specimen. We have no idea what to do with, about them. Like we have lost whole sections to these things, and we figured like if we could get our hands on some specimens like this, we could study them and figure out what to do. And I, I figured I could trust some people here, but clearly not. We have our work cut out for us. And he looks at you like all of you three, like kind of cagely, like I don't suppose I could persuade you to lend us a hand. Depends Resistance is always looking lending. for good, um, good help. Depends on the hand you need lending. Well, yours. Maybe not the retards, but... Sorry, I turned to Curly. <laughs> the Curly's not there. You didn't bring him. No. I thought yeah, we did. did. Oh, you there did? Yeah, we did. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. I should have played him in that case. I totally missed that. Yeah, no, so in that I... case, he's he's sitting there and he's gl- just glowering at Kaplan like uh, some part of their relationship broke because he mm-hmm. now knows that Kaplan was ready to just dump him. So he maybe he pipes up when when Kaplan says that you know I thought I could there were some people I could trust and he just you know mutters like uh, fucking knew we they'd set us up honestly I wouldn't be surprised if these are props or fake or traps yeah uh, Kaplan closes the the lid um, and he's like okay whoa let's not get ahead of ourselves let's just that's a possibility okay let's play it cool mm-hmm. we have some material I'm gonna bring it to the right guys. But we're going the, home. Look, this, uh, if you if you want to go your your own way and try to survive, I can't stop you. I'd prefer you help, of course. Look, this uh, help you need, you wouldn't be paying me for it, would you? Uh, I'd keep you fed. 
alive. Is that enough? For now. Do we don't, get my we own don't like room. have economy. Uh, I don't know what you're used to. I, Less I than up. this. Yeah. I, I pipe <laughs> up. Do I get my own room? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to leave off there? Yeah, that sounds like a good good spot to end on. Well, thank you for trying this out. Uh, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's thank super you. simple. It's not like a lot of moving. doesn't have a whole lot of moving stuff. I should definitely write in the critical because that's fun. No, but still command and cover. I mean, you should maintain cover. I want to mean, you know, that's, uh, yeah, I, hey, I was in the army. This is something you do. I'm sure you, you were, but yes. in this game, you don't get <laughs> okay. any bonuses for tactical for stealth. <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.